welcome and welcome back to Lottel and our Queer Conversation series. In today's episode, we'll meet Kate Wickett, CEO of Sydney World Pride 2023. We'll find out about the highlights of Sydney World Pride 2023, but also about the women's event you would want to know. Welcome, Kate. Hi, Silke. How are you going? Good, thank you. Right. But how did you come to lead Sydney World Pride? Uh, it actually started about uh, about four years ago. So prior to being at Sydney World Pride, I was the co-chair of Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras uh, for a number of years. That's a voluntary role. So I had a, a day job, but um, spent a number of hours volunteering for Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras. And back in about 2018, it was, we decided to bid to host World Pride. So uh, during that process, uh, a couple of board members and a couple of volunteers uh, spent our time in our free hours uh, preparing the bid um, and we were very fortunate to win. And when we won, I stepped in as the interim CEO um, while the organisation was set up and I then went through a recruitment process and was fortunate enough to become the uh, permanent CEO of Sydney World Pride. Well, Sydney World Pride is very, very lucky to have you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and and I, I can see already the way Sydney World Pride is shaping up. But going back to the bit, I'm, I'm interested to find out what you think the um, cutting edge was that the bit was successful. Yeah, I think there's a couple of reasons, actually. Um, we were um, always the uh, underdog, if you will. Um, Montreal had been preparing their bid for some time uh, longer than us. Their bid budget was far uh, greater than ours, um, but I think it was really a combination of um, the commitment from our volunteers around really curating that bid to incorporate all parts of our community in Australia. Um, we particularly led with a First Nations lens across the bid. So travelling around the world in 2018, it became really apparent to me that um, still a lot of people don't know a lot about Australia and they certainly don't know about our First Nations um, people and our, and our history. And so when we brought that to the fore and highlighted that in, a, in the bid, I think that really resonated with a lot of people around the world. So it was certainly a, a key factor, I think, in our success. Mm, I believe so too. When I mm. looked uh, through the program that you've already have up on your website, there's quite a bit um, scheduled in um, first for the First Nation. Mm -hmm. uh, we start off actually with the artwork that was created by um, a First Nation woman. Yeah, that's right. In fact, when we set up the organisation, one of the first people I hired, in fact, was a First Nations lesbian who is our, um, she's our First Nations engagement manager. Um, and then when we hired our creative directors, um, everyone told me I was mad to set the organisation up with two creatives. But I felt that it was very important to, ha again, have a First Nations lens on everything that we do. So we effectively have two creative directors, a First Nations creative director and a festival creative director, and they are co-directors. Um, and so it ensures that we do have a First Nations lens in kind of all of our curation. And the, and the branding is a, is a great story. So there are effectively four elements to the, to the logo or to the brand. Um, the first is that it's round, so it's like a globe, um, as in a world event. Um, it also pays homage to Mardi Gras and has the Mardi Gras Infinity Love Heart within it. And then it has within that um, a First Nations uh, designer from Nungala Creative 
um, has incorporated our theme, which is gather, dream and amplify. Um, and then, of course, the, the pride colours. So they're the four elements, but Jessica Johnson is the designer and we're, we're just thrilled with the result. Yeah, so we have um, a First Nations gathering space, which is effectively a, a space entirely dedicated to Australian First Nations and First Nations people from other, other countries. Um, and so that will, that will be throughout the festival. Um, we also have a First Nations gala um, and uh, that will include uh, a nighttime event, which is effectively going to be some First Nations performers. Um, but as I said, in all of our events, we will have a First Nations element. So, yeah, we're really pleased about that. Kate, I think this is a first. No, it's actually, I think it's actually a first of any festival in Australia that I'm aware of where we have two, two creative directors um, with the First Nations. We are not a First Nations uh, event. We are not a First Nations festival. We are a pride festival. Um, but I thought it was extremely important that we have our First Nations people reflected in in what we do and showcase that to the world. And so it was really um, something that we're very much committed to um, at Sydney World Pride. And talking about the theme, Gather, Dream, Amplify, yeah. what's the creative thought behind the theme? Well, Gather is really about bringing people to Australia. Um, dreaming about what's possible and then amplifying voices that sometimes aren't heard or um, are silenced. So it was about bringing people together, celebrating, dreaming about where we could be and, and um, looking to the future and then amplifying uh, and celebrating through arts and culture and discussion. Tell us about how World Pride differs from um, Sydney Mardi Gras. So... Sydney World Pride uh, differs from Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras because uh, World Pride is an event that's hosted typically every two years. It's like the Olympics. You need to bid to host uh, World Pride. And unlike Mardi Gras, we have um, a license agreement with uh, an organisation called Interpride, the International Organisers of Prides. And there are four key events that we must deliver as part of that licence. Uh, opening ceremony, closing ceremony, a human rights conference and a pride march. So interestingly, while the pride march up Oxford Street satisfies that criteria, we thought we'd go one step further and uh, close the Sydney Harbour Bridge. So next year during World Pride, we will uh, have the march up Oxford Street and the, and the parade and the float floats that are all there, but we're also going to be going across uh, the Sydney Harbour Bridge the following weekend. So... Yeah, it's really exciting. Mm, that will go global. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Amazing. I, I can imagine the images now of um, our community walking across the bridge, um, being very visible and asserting our rights, which is just fantastic. Um, uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense for Sydney World Pride. So there would have been a lot of um, hurdles to jump this, to make this happen. So we've got the opening and closing ceremony. We've got um, the Human Rights Conference. Mm -hmm. this, like, how will that merge with Mardi Gras? Because Mardi Gras has events for Audi. So, which one is what? Yeah, it's a great it's a great question. Um, effectively, all of the Mardi Gras events that currently occur will occur next year, um, and we are running Sydney World Pride over the same footprint. But effectively, all of the Mardi Gras events subsume up into Sydney World Pride. <laughs> So for the average punter coming along, they will attend Sydney World Pride. 
And for those who don't typically know what a, a Mardi Gras event is, um, those Mardi Gras events will be co-branded with Sydney World Pride. So Mardi Gras has uh, three major events. It has Fair Day, the parade, um, and then the after party, and then it has some other events around that. Um, they will occur, but Sydney World Pride has about 14 major events. So again, they'll subsume up into, into World Pride and uh, hopefully work seamlessly. And the dates are Mardi Gras dates, early The same Mardi Gras, so flag raising at the Town Hall on the 17th of February. What we've done, though, um, because we know that there'll be a number of internationals come, is we've tried to uh, bookend all of the major events in a nine-day period. So the opening ceremony is on Friday the 24th of February, um, and then a number of the key events during that period, including the Human Rights Conference, and then the closing ceremony will be on Sunday the 5th of March. Tell us about the Human Rights Conference. So the Human Rights Conference, um, as I mentioned, uh, is, a, is a key deliverable under the contract with Interpride. Um, but we've effectively made the Human Rights Conference our, our, our cornerstone or our centrepiece of the festival. So it's a three-day conference at the ICC. We're basing it on effectively a, a conference called South by Southwest, We want it to be interactive and immersive. Um, we obviously want it to be very serious because the, the content is serious, but we want to make um, we want to make that content and the human rights discussion accessible to a number of people. So it won't be your typical keynote plenary breakout. Um, it won't be a, a more academic style. It'll be a it'll be making that very difficult and complex content accessible to a number of people. So. Um, you can expect government, you can expect politicians, community, activists, civil society, celebrities. Um, we, we hope it's going to be a, a, real, a really important discussion, but also a, an entertaining and thought-provoking discussion. Mm. Will it be available as a, on, a, on a digital platform? Absolutely. So the entire conference will be um, available online and we're making that available. So for those who either can't attend in person for uh, any reason, economic or, or for safety reasons, geopolitical, people can watch uh, the Human Rights Conference in the safety of their own home. Great. So now let's talk about women's events. Yeah, great. So I'm actually really thrilled about this. Um, uh, I'm actually the first female CEO of World Pride in its 22-year history, so something I'm, I'm very proud of. But certainly um, when I went to New York World Pride in 2019, um, I was a little bit disappointed about the lack of female uh, parties and um, entertainment. So we have organised a 2,500-person women's event uh, during World Pride. I can't tell you the location or the venue yet, but we're just about to sign off on the venue. But effectively, it will be a, a, a multi, within the one venue, there are multi-stages and different spaces for women. So it's going to be quite the event. I'm very, very pleased about it. And we're very fortunate that we have a couple of um, female, uh, female performers and DJs helping us curate that that event so um, there'll be all different types of music so you can imagine there might be some acoustic music um, but there'll also be uh, DJs as well so something for everyone I hope. Our women's event, event will be an event for everyone but it will have, obviously have a significant focus on women so curated by women with women performers. 
Um, and I know that there will be some other um, pop-ups that will uh, be for women throughout the uh, throughout the seventeen day festival. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be really great. Like, yeah. You know, those those are kind of key events you you keep with you. So um, I'm sure that the, the opening closing ceremonies and the march over the harbour, which will be one of those events that people will carry with them. Yeah, I hope so. I think it's a real legacy for Sydney, but also for Australia. So um, making our community really visible. Mm-hmm. Now, World Pride always has scholarships attached to it, mm-hmm. and the same with Sydney World Pride. Yeah, so we are going to be running a scholarship program, um, and we've actually been working with DFAT on some of that. Um, so we'll be running a scholarship program, particularly for people to attend the Human Rights Conference. So um, effectively, our program should be open towards um, the end of July. Um, it'll be on our website, but effectively, people can apply uh, to attend World Pride, but particularly, as I mentioned, the Human Rights Conference. There'll be a specific focus on the Indo-Pacific and the Asia-Pacific region. Um, this is the first time that World Pride's ever been hosted in the Southern Hemisphere, and so we're very keen to bring people um, from around Australia and from the Indo and Asia-Pacific. Um, so there'll be a, a small fund for uh, people applying from that area. There'll also be a fund um, for people applying more globally and then, of course, more locally. So whether it be Sydney um, or, say, you know, Perth or Darwin, for example. So uh, that will that will be announced uh, towards the back end of July, but uh, something that we're very committed to. Mm-hmm. And talking about the uh, Pacific, uh, Asia-Pacific mm. region and... Um, some of some of the um, regions still struggling with equality. Mm. How do you think World Pride will be beneficial for for that journey? Yeah, it's a great question. There's still some of the most egregious crimes against our community in the Asia Pacific and in the Asia regions. Um, some of my team or our team will be attending various uh, prides and um, engagements within Asia and the Pacific over the over the coming months. Um, we'll be promoting World Pride, but also promoting our scholarship program. I think it's a really great opportunity for um, for Sydney and, and Mardi Gras World Pride to assist in shining a light on some of those um, challenges um, and some of those um, difficulties that, that people face within the region um, and advocate for change. Um, and so, as I mentioned, we really want to shine a light on the disparity or lack of equality uh, in those regions. I mean, Australia still has a, a way to go and um, not all of our laws are fair and equal um, for our community, um, but certainly uh, things like marriage equality or, um, you know, like human rights, mm. um, a basic human rights are, are something that we need to work towards. Mm. How can people get involved with World Pride right now? I believe there is a... Um, a call out right now where people can pre-register? Yes. So I would absolutely implore people to jump onto the website and sign up. So we will, we have been and we'll be doing a lot of communication through um, our EDMs and um, through Instagram. So uh, you can either sign up via Instagram or Facebook or via our website. It's very easy um, and we will continue to send you information and updates of everything from ticket sales to the scholarship fund to to performers and different talent that might be announced. So 
um, uh, please uh, jump on Sydney World Pride. And volunteers. I mean, a lot of um, audience are big volunteers in in um, community groups. I, do you still look for volunteers? Absolutely. That, that's actually an excellent question. We'll be working hand in glove with Mardi Gras and volunteers. As you know, Mardi Gras has a huge number of volunteers every year. It's about 1,600. So we will be working with Mardi Gras to effectively join our volunteer teams for next year. We do know that we're going to need more than we've previously had. Um, but uh, that's, a, that's a great example of Mardi Gras and World Pride working very closely together and collaborating on, um, on the volunteers. So uh, the experience for those attending um, hopefully will be seamless. Mm. So for people to find out any information on the scholarship program, volunteering, um, signing up for e-news, um, your website... Yes, jump on the website and once you sign up, all of that information about volunteers, scholars, um, all, of those, all of those updates will be, will be sent out. Um, we do post regularly and we do post regular updates. Mm -hmm. So it's the best way to, to keep in touch. And what's the website address and the social media? Social media is, um, it's, uh, well, the website is www.sydneyworldpride.com. Um, and our social media is Sydney World Pride, both on Instagram and on Facebook. Thanks, Kate, for coming in. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Silke, and thanks for the opportunity. To enjoy queer conversation, make sure to follow our channels. You can find more queer content on lotl.com. And you can browse through our 30-year digital archive of Lottel magazines. My name is Silke Bader and thank you for your company.